0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, December 4th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger.
0: I'm Brett Goodman.
1: We come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We are all so glad it is Friday and that you are here with us. So before we get started, let's have a time of prayer.
0: Let us pray. Jesus Christ, you are a light in the darkness. You are joy when there is despair. And we pray that you would come. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Our scripture lesson is from the 13th chapter of Mark's gospel, verses 24 through 37. Listen as Jesus speaks. But in those days, and after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake. For you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: All right, Tara, for our Friday fun question, the question is, if you were independently wealthy and did not have to work, how would you fill your time?
1: Well, I I have been told not to say this, and I'll <laughs> tell you why in a second. But the truth is, I would do what I do right now. <laughs> now everyone's like, "Don't say that; you'll never get another raise again."
0: Yeah, um, I hope that's listening to this.
1: <laughs> that's right, um, but it's the truth. I, I I realize how lucky I am to be able to do what I love. a living now i will say if i won the lottery the one thing i would splurge on is i would hire someone to come in every morning and make a gigantic breakfast (laughs) i'm talking biscuits eggs bacon sausage oatmeal fruit like that is the thing i would splurge on but what about you if you were independently wealthy if you know Allie let you lead a life of leisure what would it be
0: Oh, yeah, I'm still waiting for her to, you know, just make just a ton of money. So, Uh uh yeah, Yeah. really counting on that. Um, I mean, it'd probably be twofold. One, um, I probably wouldn't do the exact same thing I do now uh, because that would be just too much work for for an independently wealthy person. But I would definitely do, like, I would love to do pulpit supplies to allow smaller churches to have a break uh, to to just step in or or, uh, pull a Jim Roberts and be a parish associate I think that'd be wonderful and then with my other free time I just love like building things and to not have to worry about uh, there'd probably be lots of small like shed structures all over our house because I just think (laughs) like like erecting a, a building is so fun and cool and there wouldn't be anything in them but they would Absolutely. probably annoy Allie and that we'd just have all these little structures all over the house
1: yeah you can like be the build a shed guy you need a shed <laughs> i'll come build you a shed i could i could um be like a high school debate coach like and just pour myself into that but i'm really competitive so it probably wouldn't be good for anyone <laughs> um but yeah that's what i would do
0: it's like you th- you think you think you're going to be like you know um You're going to inspire these children and that's the kind of movie you're doing, but you're actually like going to end up being like the toxic coach that they make a documentary about. And you're like, oh no.
1: (laughs) Did I tell you, um, when my kids were small, I'd like coach Tannen in soccer. And like, there were always those parents who were like over the top, you know Uh what I mean? Like screaming at their kids. And I would be like, sheesh, they're obviously trying to relive their athletic career. Uh Uh-huh but the first time Hannah came home and said she was going to have a school debate, my first response is, I will teach you how to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I think she was in like fourth grade. I was like, mm, <laughs> not the best response. <laughs> we may need to edit that out.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not staying in. <laughs> <laughs> um, To our scripture, You know, we we talked about how important it was to stay awake on Monday when we first discussed this passage. What do you think keeping awake looks like for us in our lives today?
1: So I think the goal is that eventually being awake and present to Christ's presence in the world, would. the goal is that that's an every moment part of our lives. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. I'm sure you're shocked to hear that so i do think for me in this time i have to make specific concerted times in my day where i am quiet and i ask myself how i'm being present now i do that usually right with my morning and evening prayer Mm -hmm. but maybe during advent i need to do something at midday um maybe at advent instead of you know asking my girls you know, what they want for Christmas. We need to have some discussions about what the season means. Hmm. Um, now they're teenagers, so they're just going to roll their eyes at me. But I think the Lord would like me to make the effort. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah. And, and you know, they'll plant those seeds so that, you know, they'll remember it and annoy their teenagers someday with the same questions, probably. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, I think that there is a mindfulness that Jesus is calling us to here. Uh, that, you know, one of my favorite parts of our worship service is between, is right after our, our communal prayer of confession. And then we have our confession together in silence because I'm not sure how many other times in my life I have that, Prolonged forty-five seconds of silence in my life. Even when I go to sleep, I turn a fan on so that there's noise. You know? um, and uh, and so to carve out those times to be still and to be silent leads me to a more mindfulness that awakens me to uh, to Jesus Christ's work in the world and where Jesus is Christ is calling me to participate in that. Um, because otherwise, uh, I will be leading the horse. I'm very, I'm, 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 I'm sure I know where Jesus is calling me, but uh, it's in those moments of truly uh, being awake, not being groggy, but being absolutely wide awake uh, that I think I see a door that I haven't, uh, that I've passed by a thousand times.
1: Yes, I get that. And I also, in Christmas we celebrate Christ's presence, right? That Christ came to be with humanity. I think another good question to ask ourselves during Advent is where are the places where we are being present hmm. um, to people who are hurting to a world that is suffering. Now that's really hard to do this year, right? Like we can't even put money in the salvation army thing. Cause they aren't out. You yeah. know what I mean? It's so weird. So it's a challenge. It's a challenge to be present when you can't actually be with people. But I do think, you know, the passage says keep awake, but I'm also hearing in my head, go and do likewise. Right? How many times does Jesus tell us that? Go and do likewise. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think think there's an extra challenge this year on how we do some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's, um, I think Jesus calls us um, to be creative uh, a more desperate need than right now than to be creative in how we serve. Um, and, you know, uh, I think giving money is, is really wonderful and really helpful. And in some cases that may be the only thing that you can do. And that may be the best thing, uh, to help someone in that situation or help a ministry in that situation. But, uh, I think that Christ is calling us to a little bit more of, um, of uh, maybe it's writing a ton of cards to send out maybe it's you know calling it's it's calling your local pastors to find a list of names that you can call and check in on um
1: yeah
0: of, of you know and these aren't even very creative so I'm pushing it out there for people to be more creative than I am right now
1: <laughs> yes and grace abounds when yes. your creativity is low yes you can do some of the other stuff, you know?
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) So we'll close with a quote from Mother Teresa. She says, at this Christmas when Christ comes, will he find a warm heart? Mark the season of Advent by loving and serving the others with God's own love and concern. Amen to that.
0: Amen to that. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen.
1: Amen.